Hello, Internet, and welcome back to Antiheroes Anonymous, or welcome for the first time, if it's your first time joining us. I'm Ethan, and I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons show. Hi, I'm Nick. I play Embers, the Tabaxi Monk. Hi, I'm Kay. I play Elwyn, the Elvish Druid. Hello, I'm Melissa, and I play Charm, who is a Thrykreen Ranger. Hi, I'm Zach, and I play Vert, the Changeling Artificer. And welcome back. Previously on Antiheroes Anonymous, the Silver Seekers arrived in the Drow city of Erudition in the Underdark, where they hoped to find the trail of Elwyn's missing mother. Before any of that, however, they must stop the city from being torn apart by the eroding winds of a primal nexus. The Erudite Collective, um, which is the research and development branch of um, Erudition's populace, uh, may have a way down into the chasm where the nexus is, but most of the citizens seems more seem more concerned with an upcoming forum uh, to decide whether to permit divine worship within the city. Um, though the clock is ticking, the Seekers have agreed to make sure that the forum can take place and to check in on the Erudite Collective uh, before handing or handling whatever the League of Terrors has brewing down below. Uh, and so that is where we left off the group of you had, uh, through various means, uh, scaled the ceiling of the cavern all the way over to the uh, one of the smaller stalactites that forms this cluster of incredibly large, like city-size um, stalactites that hang from the chasm um, above the primal nexus. Um, and there's one of these stalactites that is a little bit farther off, a little bit more remote, and a little bit smaller than the others. Um, which you were told was the stalactite known as Ingenuity, I believe. Let me double check. It was Ingenuity. I think it yep. is. Sounds yep. right to okay. me. Okay. <laughs> um, and you were told that that is where the group known as the Erudite Collective, Collective Headquarters. And so you scaled your way over there. Um, and as you landed on the little outcropping of rock that marks the entrance into this stalactite, this portion of the city, um, you were greeted by two individuals one of them and i'll just uh let me cue up some music before i forget um one of them uh was a drow of kind of average height um and very sort of androgynous appearance uh with sort of short but well-styled hair uh, that is marked with a purple streak uh, they were wearing these comfy tan cloth pants that are kind of belted high up on the waist and a collarless button-up shirt that is uh, underneath their white lab coat. 
Um, the other individual uh, that is with them is a um, uh, kind of light blue skinned uh, dwarvish looking fellow with a bald head but bushy white hair growing from the sides. So the top is bald but there's uh, white hair growing from the sides uh, and also from his ears. He has a lot of hair coming out of his ears. Um, he has an orange highlight um, over the uh, where did they go? In one of his bushy eyebrows, the one over his left eye. Uh, and he seems to be kind of covered in soot, uh, almost from head to toe. And he's wearing like the, uh, the apron of a, a blacksmith or someone who works a forge. Um, and he's the one who greeted you when you landed here. Uh, I need to walk back one thing. Uh, he greeted you in Undercommon, which I don't think everyone here speaks. I speak it. I thought you did. Does anyone I else? absolutely speak it. I, I also absolutely speak it. <laughs> that makes sense. So just yeah, those only doesn't know I speak it. Okay. I, I couldn't remember if you told me yet or not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a good opportunity. So yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, he he looks at the group of you, takes you all in. Um, especially seems to linger. Eyes linger on embers um, and on charm. Uh, I guess on Vert as well, because Vert, you're in Rhyme's form, correct? Um, Rhyme the Tiefling. Um, Yeah, kind of looks at the group of you, probably creatures he's never seen before, and goes, Well, that's just funny. Who the hell are you? Uh, In Undercommon, what do you do? I will just say in Undercommon, uh, we're the Silver Seekers, and it's a pleasure to meet you. We're here to help. Yeah, he kind of strides forward and like he's he's short, um, even by like dwarfish standards. So he kind of comes up next to you and looks up at you with his um, kind of beady eyes. The silver seekers, huh? Well, all right, then uh, I'm Kramic Forge Fury. And he extend, extends a hand to you, Elwyn. <laughs> I'll shake it. Uh, uh, Elwyn, Elwyn Amalos. Pleasure. Um, then he kind of jerks a thumb over his shoulder and says, uh, and that one over there is Ale Dolil, or Scholar Dolil, if you're so inclined. Dolil. <laughs> Ale Dolil. <laughs> I'll give you the spellings. Um, okay. Kramek uh, is K-R-A-M-M-E-K, and then Forge Fury, like it sounds. Hey, I got one right for once. <laughs> Um, and then Ale Dolil is A E L D O apostrophe L Y L. D O apostrophe L Y L. Yep. I wasn't too far off. <clears throat> okay. Uh, it's a pleasure. And uh, he kind of like motions for Ale to come up, and Ale kind of shuffles forward. Um, they kind of have like a more nervous or like awkward disposition so they're kind of like brushing their hair as they they come upward uh come forward but um they kind of give a little bow and say yes uh i'm ale uh, nice to meet you sorry you said you're the silver seekers Is yes this one also speaking in undercommon this individual also seems to be speaking in undercommon okay. yes yeah i think at this point i'll just say um yes uh We've come 
to help with the wind problem. Um, do you speak common? I, I'm afraid my companions here uh, don't understand um, this language. Kramik shakes his head, but Ale nods and says, Oh, uh, yeah, yes, I, I speak common. Um, yeah, we, we can switch. I'll I'll relay what we talk about over to Kramik. It, it's fine. Uh, and Kramik just kind of like gives a like a like a sheepish grin and shrugs. <laughs> I'll just kind of smile apologetically and switch to common and introduce these two to the rest of the seekers. This is scholar Ale Delil and Kramik Forge Fury. Uh, um, Ale gives another little kind of awkward uh, head nod type of bow. Charm raises her one of her antenna. <laughs> that's cute i like that <laughs> and, and you're you're here to deal with the um uh elwin uh did i get that right was it elwin um yes. she was saying you're here to help with the wind problem uh yeah we might have some information about how it was uh how it got started and we were hoping to uh compare notes with you we, we oh. hear you're the people to, to ask as far as um, in, invention and... and uh, yeah, it looks like they were preparing to, like, interject and, like, correct you on something. But when you say that last bit, yeah, yeah. Um, Ale nods um, vigorously. Yes, yes. Um, um, we need a way to get down there. Oh, uh, well, we're working on that, actually. We, um... Oh, why, oh, why don't you come in? Who, who did you say sent you, by the way? I don't think I've seen you around before. Uh, Advocate Devir sent us. Uh, and there's, um, there's understanding and, uh, like, recognition when you say that. And even Kremick, when you say it in common, uh, seems to pick up on the name and goes kind of, like, you can see, like, <clears throat> um, things start to seem to fall into place for them as you say that. Um, oh, Advocate Devir, yes. Oh, okay, come on, come on in. Um, and they guide you into the stalactite, which, unlike the ones you've seen so far, doesn't actually seem to be carved out of a geode. Um, this stalactite seems like it was probably just like this solid, dark gray rock um, originally. Um, and as you come into it, it's it's carved uh, in a more claustrophobic way than the other ones you were in. The other ones were carved to have kind of like wide open spaces and like feel very city-like, despite being carved from, you know, inside of a, a stalactite. This one is much more tunnel-like. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, I guess, I suppose, more like what you'd expect for this sort of location. Um, but they bring you in uh, and kind of take you back a little ways. This stalactite isn't very big. You pass, um, you know, doorways leading into what looks like a couple bedrooms, um, a couple shared spaces like, you know, like a kitchen or, um, you know, you see like, uh, you know, bathrooms and things like that. Um, but there's actually not a lot to this place beyond that. And, and you're taken into kind of the center of it. Um, and there is uh, basically a research space set up in there. Um, you pass on kind of the right side. There's some 
uh, you see through doors, there's like some some library shelves set up and desks with, you know, research components. Um, and then on, on the other side, there's uh, a door that you pass and you can look through the frame and you can see like um, an active forge um, set up in there with like, and there's ventilation, you know, set up to like let all the, the smoke and fumes out. Uh, but this entire hallway leads back into... Uh, what looks like a laboratory and it's set up with you know various tables that have um you know alembics and various alchemical devices set up on them um and uh ale brings you in here and takes you to the back of the room and says yes well we've been working on uh, uh replicating the compound produced by uh, one of these. Are you familiar with these? And they take you over to like a dissection table. And on the dissection table is actually, I need to see how big this thing is. Um, what are they called? <laughs> Somewhere in my notes. Um, <laughs> Drum roll, please. No, 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 no. It's not a flump. <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> Did I not make any notes about it? Um, well, okay. Without knowing how big it, I think it's probably at least like a medium creature. Um, it's basically like a very large lobster, um, but it has this like white chitinous skin, um, and it, its claws aren't necessarily like as as big or as as tough looking as like a, a lobster of this size would be. Um, uh, I really want to remember what this thing is called. It's like a... Uh, it's driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> Nick, they're, they're the creatures that like drop filaments in the Underdark. Oh, yeah. I, I know you'll know what it is, but... I used one of these on you one time. Yeah, that's why I knew you would know. <laughs> I want to call them like a dropper, but they're not called that. They're not called that. <laughs> I thought I had it in my notes. Is that when we were in the Feywild? No, those were a different thing. Oh. Those were piercers, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway. Large lobster. Well, anyways. White, white you you keep going. Skin. I'm looking it up. They give you a name for this creature, which I will tell you later once Nick finds it. <laughs> um, and they say, now these creatures are interesting because they can, very much like a spider, cling to walls. They have um, this sticky uh, substance that they, uh, you know, they, they excrete and they coat their, their legs with it and they use it to trap their prey as well. They extend filaments of it. Um, we're working to replicate that, and um, uh, my, my colleague over here, uh, Mr. Forge Fury, he's been working on a device. Uh, Nick, you've got it? Called a cave fissure. Cave fissure! I knew it was cavern or cave something. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mr. Forge Fury has been working to uh, craft a device or, or an apparatus that we could then apply the solution to, and um, almost like a vehicle. 
climb our way down there. Um, we did send people down, but, um, you know, we sent a couple of our Dryder scouts down, but, uh, they didn't come back. So I don't, I don't know what happened to them. And then they just kind of stop and like, let you take all of that in. So you've got a working early version? Um... Uh, Scholar Dolil translates that to Kramik, who then speaks up in Undercommon and says, Oh, yes, yes! I do, in fact, have a, uh, a prototype! Uh, and you're led um, back out of the hallway into the forge room, um, which is it's very messy. Like Things are scattered all over the place. Um, uh, but Kramik takes you to a... Um, a barrel and begins giving this spiel in Undercommon, which Ale then translates and says, "Yes, he's uh, he's saying that, um, <clears throat> yeah, this this is the device and points to the there's big like metal um, tube or barrel um, set to the side of the forge. Uh, there's a, a a lever." on the inside i think that you can you can pull and it will extend legs which will hopefully be coated with our substance and then it can climb downward um it should fit two or three people that's the plan uh and then we're hoping if we send enough people down there uh we'll be able to overcome whatever danger befell our scouts Scholar, if i may you keep using words like should and probably and how close are you to completing the pro the prototype and, and testing it um sounds very theater theoretical right now and we need actual practical results. yeah they take they take you back into the the sort of alchemy room and produce like a a glass um beaker um and they kind of motion for you to hold out your hand i do and they pours this like um clear liquid onto your your hand um and then Elil or ale says uh okay uh now just go and uh you know try and touch the wall i do uh yeah your hand kind of sticks to it mm -hmm. uh now your other hand and uh you're able to, uh, you doing that, effectively climb up the wall. Great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you see, it's working. Um, we don't have much. We're working on production. Uh, as soon as... And there are scholars, I, I should say, there are a bunch of other scholars in the room that are working on things like this. Um, some are taking notes in the library area. Some are... Um, mixing various alchemical components. Others are rushing in and out of the forge. Um, and uh, Scholar Dalil says, we, we have the things we need. Um, as soon as... As soon as we have enough of this produced, and as soon as uh, Mr. Forge Fury finishes you know, creating a couple more of these apparatuses... We should be good to go, and, and it shouldn't take too long. Maybe another another day. Oh well, that's promising. Um, 
Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> in the room where the prototype was, was there were there like drawings laid out and all that stuff, like a bunch of um, schematics. That was more in like the library area, off to the other side of the hall. But yeah, there okay. were like boards with schematics up on them and stuff like that. Were there things that were like in work, or are they all completed? Like they're like. Um, most everything, well, roll a perception check. Okay. Or I guess... Yeah, yeah we'll just do perception. All, perception. I, all I was gonna say was Embers is like leans into Rhyme and goes, Rhyme, I would feel a little bit more confident in this if you signed off on the whole thing. Rhyme just like nods, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Uh, I got a 23. Um, yeah, you, so, uh, Scholar Dalil, neither Scholar Dalil nor Kramik has, like, taken you into the library area to show you the, the diagrams, but the quick glances that you got, um, they look, it looks like most everything is complete. Um, there were notes here and there, like, written on it in Undercommon, um, suggesting, like, tweaks and improvements, um, but none of them looked like critical or, or, I think, or vital or anything like that. I think Ryan will just kind of silently just kind of like look over at there at, at that area and then start like kind of just walking over with interest and then like looking at the schematics and then I'll grab like uh, I'll just see if I can't start redlining some of the drawings, which basically means I'm going to like write on them and be like with like some either corrections or like, you know, um, things like that. They're like, hmm, okay. this should be well, like this, then this should be like this. If you're going to take a closer look at it, go ahead and roll yeah. an intelligence check. Okay. Can I have given him guidance as I see him start to walk away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Great. And Kramik follows you, Rhyme. Okay. Uh, intelligence? Straight mm-hmm. intelligence? Yeah, we'll just do straight intelligence. That is also a 23 Wait. with guidance. Thanks for the guidance. I was going to say, welcome. I guess you could add proficiency because. Oh, then that's. Forge uh, tools or tinker tools. 26. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you start redlining it, and um, Kramik follows you over and sees you uh, making notes. What language are you making the notes in? Um, I guess Undercommon. Okay. Uh, yeah, he sees you making the notes in Undercommon and says, Ah! Fellow artificer, I see. You got it. Yes, yes. Uh, ooh, that, that is a good note. Um, uh, but the thing you notice with with your intelligence check, um, the plans do seem pretty darn good. Um, like, and, and you do see that um, it looks like someone else has probably already, or some other group of people have probably given notes on this already, because there are comments written from other people. Um, but all in all, like, this looks pretty good. There's stuff that you notice with that check that you can point out, but none of it is, like, a critical flaw or anything like that. These designs look solid. Okay, that's good. So, I guess from what's written and also what's been, what's being prototyped, I'll just kind of go back and forth and, like, compare things and just do a general, like, walk around and check and make sure that everything... Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he... Uh, takes you over, I guess, if you go over to the barrel and are doing, like, an inspection. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, how does one open the hatch on this thing? 
What? <laughs> Obviously, by pulling the dingle arm. Uh, the thing is, I think the hatch to open it is on the inside, so I guess the hatch is already open. Um, you look into the hatch on kind of like the, there's like a hatch on the side of this big barrel um, that is open. And uh, you look inside there and you can see a set of um, several levers. I think there's about 10 of them. Yes, there's 10 levers set in a row at the far end. And each one is in like a neutral position, but can be shifted either up or down. Um, and both you and Kramick can kind of climb into this if you want. Kramick kind yeah. of like climbs in himself and then says, come, come, come on in. Take a look. Oh, I'm already halfway quite, in when he says genius. that. <laughs> um, yeah, and he takes you into the barrel and then like throws one of the levers uh, up and the hatch seals behind you with like a <clears throat> like a whoosh. Um, and then he begins throwing the other levers and you can see like windows open on the sides. Um, legs, mechanical legs extend out from the barrel and it like flips itself and writes itself into like kind of a horizontal position. Um, uh, what other features does this got? Uh, another lever is thrown and two claws extend from the front. Um, and he kind of throws the thing the other direction and they retract. So you can see they go in and out, um, throws a different lever. And one of the claws makes like a pinching motion. Um, it throws the that lever the opposite direction and it makes kind of like a shoving motion then he kind of throws a different lever makes it walk makes it turn around um all of this it's bumping into like everything in this cluttered space of the forge and just creating <laughs> an even bigger mess in this room um turns on and off some like bright floodlights uh and then he says yes and this this is the kicker uh and he throws the ninth lever uh, and it begins to extend like a um, uh, like a, a floppy rubber I don't know what to call it like a band um, but it, it's like it's big it's like a thick rubber band um, and you can see that it's covered in that same clear goop that Elwyn had on her hands earlier Um which, by the way, Elwyn, uh, Scholar Dolil probably took you over to the hand-washing station to, like, <laughs> use a special compound to get that off when you were done. Yep, great. Um, yeah, and he uh, he latches this uh, extended filament onto something and then pulls it back towards the claws and then chomps with the, with the claws. Pretty good, right? Right? Mm, that's interesting. Based but, on a cave fissure. I see. And uh, this compound is strong enough to hold up this uh, device here, too, this uh, vessel. Uh, he nods and he says, Our tests have indicated that it could hold onto the wall for up to eight hours. Quite impressive. That, was that is impressive. No. And you have enough for the travel? Well, ways. we will. Um... Scholar Dolil has been working on it with their uh, contingent of alchemists, but um, we, we should have enough by the time that the rest of these vehicles are ready for operation. Mm. Okay. And so now you guys are just working on duplicating this vessel. Yeah, and he nods. Mm -hmm. 
I see. Well, I'm sure I can help with that if you'd like. Mm, yes, yes. Uh, any help you could offer would be very appreciated. Okay. Speed up the work dramatically. Seems to be within my skill set to do so. Um, yeah, and the two of you can just kind of like hop out and go to the forge and like start talking shop about this stuff. Yep. Um, embers and charm, could you make perception checks um, while Scholar Dolil is helping Elwyn wash the <laughs> stuff off of her hands? <laughs> 25. 25. 13. Okay. Uh, Charm, you're kind of out of your depth in this uh, alchemy lab. So you're walking around and you're like looking at beakers and things like that. And it's all very odd. Um, you were a scout back in your home colony. But you definitely saw laboratories like this. Um did. Yes. Um but it wasn't really your domain and so you don't really you don't really know what's going on here. But uh Embers uh you spot something that's kind of off on another one of the dissection tables. Um it's not like open and, and being dissected or anything like that, but there is this big clear jar filled with liquid and there is something dead floating in it that catches your eye hmm. yeah I'll go and walk over and look at it it's um it's like a small scaly sphere um with like greenish scales to it um and it as it floats in there it kind of is slowly rotating and it turns around to face you and you find one big eye in the center of the sphere staring back at you and four tiny tentacles, each with an eyeball, uh, hanging limp. Uh, and this thing just kind of has a mouth that is hanging open with like a tongue flopping out and it just turns slowly to face you. Very clearly dead. Hmm. Um, does it look like the thing... The digaspores that we saw? Uh, a little bit, but much smaller. Okay. Um, I guess I'd look at, at Scholar Delil and Kramek, whoever's not busy at the moment. Um, I guess Scholar uh, Delil could be ha about done helping Elwyn, so the two mm -hmm. of them could be coming back yeah. this direction. Yeah, and I'd ask him, is, is this some kind of... Is this one of the gaspores? We saw a few of these. Uh, oh, oh! Oh, the gas spores. Yeah. Oh, um, our scouts have reported a lot of those lately. Uh, no, uh, not related as, as far as we know. Um, we found this, um, uh, in the laboratory. We don't really know what it is. In this laboratory? <clears throat> they nod. Doing what? Uh, just watching. <laughs> Embers looks at Owen. I I've never seen anything like this before either, have I? I mean, probably it's not. Creepy. No. <laughs> and y'all managed to kill it? Um, barely. Yes. Um. Well, 
yes. Um, Mr. Um, Forge Fury happened to be in the apparatus at the time and caught it in a claw. So we were able to subdue it, and initially we sedated it, and then uh, it woke up and started firing beams out of those little eye stalks, and uh, that's when we decided it had to be put down. Uh, one of them nearly struck uh, one of our researchers, and uh, one of the researchers kind of like waves and like goes <laughs> to a hole in their lab coat where something has been blown away. <laughs> yep. Other than that, it sounds like you got away without any major injuries then. That's a relief, at least. Does that sort of thing happen often? No, no, I can't say that it does. Hmm. Uh, I, I, like I said, I've never seen a creature like this before. No one, no one here had. Was this after the wind started getting stronger down here? Yeah, they, they nod. Yeah, it, I mean, the winds have been raging for, oh, I, I don't know, maybe a month now? It's been, it's been a while we've been dealing with this. Um, this creature only showed up the other day, oh. as far as we know. I mean, it could have been hiding in here. Uh, maybe it had some means of concealing itself, but we only discovered it yesterday. Seems like... Or the other day. They're being spied on, then. Ale shrugs. We don't really know how intelligent it was. We were hoping to study it a bit, but... Again, motions towards the <laughs> lab assistant with a hole in the lab coat. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I do have one other question about this... This uh, vessel that you're team is crafting um it's great that this this substance that you're you're making is working well enough to to hold on to the wall uh, uh i think that's great but what about will it will it stand up to those winds especially if we get closer to the source it should um our tests say that it should uh we initially thought maybe we could use it to send warriors down just scaling the the walls by themselves but um as you saw when you were climbing on the walls it's very slow going if you try to use physical strength to try and you know pull your hand off of the wall and you know, bit by bit um you'd be crushed by rocks inevitably by the time you made it down there so uh that's why uh, mr forgeveri had the idea to create an apparatus to to shield from the rocks uh, as we descended Will it be able to take a beating? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've tested that. And when you say it would fit two or three people, did you mean two or three people my size? Mm-hmm. Let's see. <laughs> Allowing two medium or smaller creatures to crawl inside. So, uh, Ale Dolil nods. Great. Well, it sounds like we'll be needing two of them then. Oh, you're gonna at least you're gonna go. Oh, um, I guess if if uh, Advocate Devere sent you, then uh, of course that makes sense. That makes total sense. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to be working on these um, continuously. I I don't think it will take us too long. Like I said, we're very close. Um, Do you know how far down it is to the bottom? 
from here. Mm, they would, I think. Uh, give me a second. Let's see. It's in my notes somewhere. Um, <clears throat> I can't find it in my notes, but uh, <laughs> Ail says, the problem is it's we don't have an exact depth measurement now because it used to be shallower than it is at the moment. Um, before all the winds started up, we had a bit of a giant ant problem, uh, and they were they were digging downward beneath us. Um, yeah, we met some of those ants, actually. Oh, they were dreadful. Uh, we had so much trouble driving them away. Eventually, they just left, but... Uh, yes, the, uh, the chasm used to be, I don't know, maybe about 300 feet down. I don't know how far the ants dug, but maybe another hundred or so. I see. I see. Well, I, I really, I really appreciate you taking the time to show us all, all of this. This is very impressive work. Well, we, we did have, uh, a signal from Advocate Devere um, a couple days ago saying that she was going to be sending someone to help. So we, we were sort of expecting someone, just and not people we didn't know. And we didn't really know how you were going to arrive. We didn't expect <laughs> someone to turn into a giant spider. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't expect that to happen today either, for being honest. But we're in strange times. Right now, um, I guess we'll leave you to it. Um, Rhyme, are you going to stay here and help, or are you coming back with us? Well, I'm not in the room with you guys, I thought. Oh, yeah. I, I assume this is the part where we all get back together, but... Okay. Oh, it can be. Um, as, as you say that and begin to take your leave, um, you hear sounds coming from uh, the outside edge of the stalactite. But around where you enter the stalactite yourselves. What kind of sounds? Well, roll a perception check. Okay. The splish splash sounds. Splish splash sounds. Crashing of rock sounds. I have no idea. I'm too engrossed oh, in what I'm doing. Oh, for fuck's sake. 14. Can't... Yeah. That's not the right song at all. Uh, 10. 15. Did you say 14? Yeah, but Charm beat me. Well, I think both 14 and, um, and uh, did you say 15? Okay. I think both of those would be able to, uh, pick out this, um, uh, sounds of kind of fright and panic. Um, not like full on screams, but, um, calls of alarm, uh, at first and within, maybe like 30 seconds of hearing those, they become full-on screams. Uh, and Ale kind of turns their head in that direction. What's that? What's going on? I look at Embers and Charm. And Embers then... runs. Yeah, I run. I'll follow. Okay. Rhyme! Um, as I the shout group as they run through the forge. <laughs> as the group of you are... Um, uh, bursting out of the alchemy lab door 
and you look down the hallway, uh, you see numerous forms moving in the in the dim light of the glowing crystals that um, are set into the walls to illuminate this place. Um, they mostly seem to be leaving fleeing scholars alone, from what you can see. Um, and you do see numerous scholars like ducking into rooms and like slamming doors and like trying to get to safety. Um, all amidst these calls of alarm and under common. But the forms that you see moving down the hallway, uh, most of them, uh, though they are um, bipedal, uh, they seem to be using their arms kind of like support. So they're moving kind of on all fours, but not not totally um kind of in the way like you see a like a gorilla using its arms right um however these creatures unlike a gorilla uh are very like smooth skinned and scaly and you can see they have reptilian heads um and forked tongues that flick out of their mouths tasting the air as they move down the hallway um and that's what the majority of the creatures are but there are two far more terrifying creatures leading them uh these creatures have tall bodies uh thin and gaunt um their backs hunched otherwise they would probably even tower over embers herself and they have these long uh wicked looking uh hands that end in claws uh but the worst part is um hold on uh, finding a picture so I can describe them myself. Uh, the worst part is that the heads of these creatures, uh, where their mouths should be, end in uh, tentacles that are are barbed with uh, you know tooth like like um, fangs, um, and they have this altogether feral look about them. Uh, and these creatures are coming down the hall towards you. And let's roll how, initiative. How big is the hall? Like. I'm about to with... show you. Okay. <laughs> well, like, hi- okay. Okay, height wise, um, probably like fifteen feet tall. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a rather tall hallway. Uh, okay. Let's get some battle music. Ethan, could I have stepped into my armor while we were getting over there? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Just go with this music for now. Okay, I'm just moving these creatures to account for where things are actually positioned, because I had put them on there, but I wasn't sure where everyone was going to be. Let me know when you're going to move us over. I am about to do it now. Just give me uh, one second. I'm moving soul, and then I'm moving... Uh, Elwyn, Charm. Oh, we're not on the right map, is what I'm saying. You will be now. Okay, uh, got it. Whoop, there we go. All right. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, so this doorway here um, is basically all of the doors are thrown open, but I've put them there to mark doorways, just in case. Um, 
Vert, you and Soltem are over here in the forge room. This over here is the apparatus prototype. Mm -hmm. um, this over here is the library room slash um, you know room with all of the the spec drawings and things like that. Um, these desks have important blueprints on them. Uh, the rest of you are over here in the alchemist lab. Um, this chest contains uh, basically the, the prototype fluid. You have things to defend here. Yep. Let's mm -hmm. roll initiative. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, shoot. Oh, did, did the music stop? Uh, not for me. Uh, not for he me. switched it, but it's it's still going. Might need to re reload. I lost. Yeah, I, I had it. It was playing for a second, then I lost. Oh, and um, let me show you these oh, creatures as might well. might be because I cast it. Never mind. I'll just stop casting. So here's the Ew. reptilian guys. Ew. Wait. Yep. They're pretty cool looking. Yep. And uh, here are the horrible things leading them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. All together, horrible. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right, how did everyone do on initiative? Uh, Embers, start with seventeen. You. Elwin, uh, seven. <laughs> and Vert, sixteen. And Charm, twenty-two. Did we roll no. for Night Mantis? It's Night Mantis here? What happened to Night, Night Mantis? is Mantis uh, stayed behind with the, right. yes, okay. at yeah. the university. Basically working on a solution for how to stop the Primal Nexus once you get down there. Mm -hmm. If I recall correctly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. Well, unsurprisingly, Charm, you are first up. Okay. Charm's going to cast web. <laughs> what do you want? Right. Right. Uh, right there. Hold on, I know I have a web. I in should the just hallway have right handy. in front there, because I can cast it 60 feet away, and it is a 20-foot cube. So you can move forward first if you need more rain. Yeah, it's it's. I'd rather stay back here. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have a web here somewhere. I don't know why, but tonight I'm having so much trouble finding things. Oh, it's there been it a is. minute. So it's a 20-foot cube. Uh, we'll just expand it so that it fills the hallway like that. That about where you wanted it? Yes. Okay. Well, um, actually, uh, a little bit further down because I didn't really want to block the doorways. Oh, so you want to put it right on them? Uh, yeah, I think... Um, Okay. Right there. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Is that a spell that you can choose friendly creatures that can pass through it, or is it everybody? It's everybody, I think. Okay. Yeah, it becomes Elwin. difficult terrain. Um, did you say except for Elwin? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Troll. <laughs> well, you can like walk on webs and stuff now, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you're yeah. staff. I can choose to stand or walk on top of snow and you can ignore movement restrictions caused by webbing. So yeah, not that I'd want to yeah. go in there. Rush but... right in there, Ellen. Yeah, not that I want to run in there right now. But <laughs> okay. Um, so they they make their save on their turn, right? Yes. Um, yep. 
they do. Okay. Uh, then these um, these gaunt, blue-skinned, toothy, mod, tentacle mod creatures uh, go next. So they will both make saves. And it's a dexterity save? It's a dex save, yep. DC 14. Um, let's see how they do. They're actually pretty good at these. Uh, one of them is a natural 20. The other one is a failure. Um, but even so, it's difficult terrain, right? It is difficult terrain. Okay. Does the spell say anything? Can they attack the webs? It, it also says them? they are, um, it lightly obscures their area. Oh. Um, does the spell say anything about them being able to attack the webs to destroy them or anything like that? Uh, the webs are flammable, and it okay. says any five-foot cube webs exposed to fire burns, they deal 2d4 fire damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, but if that's it, then, um, yeah, one of them can't really do anything, but the other one, well, can do something, but might not. We'll see. Uh, the other one will move out, 510, 1520. Well, no, we'll go. So it was... Where was it? Here? It's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oh, shit. 30. Why do you always do this to me? Uh, it runs right up to where Elwyn is. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's its action, because it had to dash. The other one is stuck in the webs for now. So if it's restrained, then it has to make a strength check. To try and escape? Yep. Yep. Okay. Instead of a dex save. Um well it can't it can do something, but it's not going to just yet. Um so that is their turn. Embers, it's you. Okay. Uh it this terrible thing has kindly come up right to me, so I don't even need to move my excessive movement. To get up in its face and I'm gonna hit it I'm gonna attack it a few times and I'm gonna try to st stunning strike it so that it can't do whatever it's trying to do to Elwyn mm -hmm. it actually looked like it was trying to run past Elwyn mm. Mm. okay does a 12 hit it uh nope okay what about a 19 yes okay so that's two hits um, so make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I'm not terribly good at these. I'm trying to remember what my DC for this stuff is. It's uh, uh, more than 11, isn't it? 15. So yeah, it fails. Okay. Alright, first one, it's stunned. Um, actually, I'm gonna... I guess I'm gonna roll that second, that third yeah, hit. Yeah, because you'd have advantage. advantage. Yeah, just in case. Uh, yeah, so just, no, still just two hits. Okay. Um, so that is going to be, um, well, after all these, uh, 18 bludgeoning. Okay. Um, no resistances to any of that. So it takes that. Okay. And I'll, I'll call over to charm said charm. We got a target here. Um, anything else for embers? No, I think I'm good. Then it is Vert. Um, does Ellen have a way that she can block 
this entrance down here and like funnel them. Uh, which entrance are you pointing to? The one that goes to the right from where they're coming oh. from. Uh, I mean, potentially, but that's not what I was planning to do. And I don't know if there's a way for you to communicate that to me. I wouldn't be able to do it on this turn anyway, because okay. I'd have to see. I have another plan, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to use my action to cast Mirror Image on myself. And then I will move... Can't really cover the distance I want to cover anyways, so um I'll just hang out here ish. Okay. Mm. It's right on the edge of the web. Or not. Hmm. I didn't say anything. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Do what you're gonna do. I mean I can just wait here, I guess. No, do what you're gonna do. Well, the you're problem fine. is that both areas have things to defend, so yeah. What, what was in the right, the bottom right room? Uh, so here and here, there yeah. are valuable blueprints and like notes and things like that. Over here is the, the apparatus itself, yeah. and uh, up here is the solution. Yeah. Uh, should I have moved? Would you have liked me to move into this other lab? Me? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean that. Taking care of that thing is probably pretty important, so probably fine. Yeah, Charm can go down there too if she needs to. Yeah. Turn. Um. Shoot. I mean, I think protecting the. Uh, okay, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna go to this side. I'm gonna send Soltem over here. Ish. Yeah. And then okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to give myself a defensive field, and that's my turn. Sounds good. Uh, next come the Yuan-Ti Broodguard, these snake-like creatures. Uh, two of them are in the webs and have to make saving throws. I don't think they'll succeed. Um, dexterity, natural one, and a ten total, so both failures for them. And they don't have anything they can do to light things on fire, so they're stuck there for now. Uh, but these other ones are going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 5, 10, 15, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Just get there, so that one can probably get to there. Um, they rush into uh, the library room and uh, look like they're about to start trashing research materials. I didn't know they could read. Uh, Elwyn, you're up. Uh, so, stunned creatures don't have reactions? Correct. Correct. Cool. This is um, for you. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm going to come down next kind of near vert so I can see what I'm doing. And I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Okay. Um, the 20 foot radius. So I think if I put it in the corner here, nope. 
here-ish, I can get all of these guys in the 20-foot radius. Uh, I have swarms. I don't have any spikes, though. Hmm. Well, they're they're like ice spikes, basically. Might have some ice. So basically how it looks as, as we're waiting for the DM to find a cool thing to put on the map, Elwyn just starts charging forward, skids to a stop next to Vert and slams the staff into the ground. And a shot of, of ice goes into the floor and skids across the floor. And it starts jutting out as like jagged, like frozen. What are they? Stalagmites when they come from the floor? Yep. <laughs> In that big 20 foot radius so what that does is it's difficult terrain and anytime a creature moves into or within the area it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels oh cool and it's kind of it's supposed to be camouflaged kind of so any creature that can't see the area at the time the spell is cast has to make a perception check to even recognize the train as hazardous before they enter it. Oops. So this is people who are outside of the room. D- did you say it's, it's all creatures? It is all creatures, so okay. you should not enter it. I will go in there then. There we go. Now it's properly on the map layer. I didn't have ice spikes, but I did have stone spikes. So those will have Great. to do. Well, you um, can recolor that... them. You could throw a blue thing on them. That's true. Um, the is radius... that about the right area? Well, it's a 20-foot radius, so it's going to get these guys up here, too. And all the way down here. Oh, yes, not, not diameter. Yeah. Oh, no, I just moved the map. Ah! <laughs> Earthquake! Earthquake! Uh, no uh, uh, classic, classic roll 20 move with the DM being on the wrong layer. Yeah. <laughs> the spikes are round. Is it like heavy, that? Heavy duty. Yep, down a little bit. It's Yeah, it's just not yeah. going to get full. Yeah, okay. right. Right about there. Right about there. Dang. Good move. Um, and uh, so that's how my much action. damage does it do normally? So it's not going to do anything now, but anytime they move, it, they're going to take 2d4 piercing damage per five feet of movement. Okay. Or per five feet they travel, and it's, has, it's difficult terrain. So would you just roll that 2d4 for me real quick right now? Are you just going to use that for? Uh, no, but I need it for something. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, let me pull out a D4. Uh, that's five. Uh, one of the spikes pierces through uh, part of that desk and juts out up through a stack of notes. Oh, no. Uh, you do a little bit of damage to the research notes. Welp. But uh, they won't take any more because research notes don't move. So that's yeah. all the damage they will take from that spell. <laughs> that's great. Uh, anything um, else for Elwyn? Uh, so that was my movement. That was my action. I don't think I have any bonus actions that I can use this time. Um, so I think uh, I'll just say to Vert, um, better not get too close. Keep an eye on these guys in the webs. And yeah, that's it. Okay. Then it is charm again. Okay, Charm's going to move a little bit closer to this guy and do three attacks. All at advantage. Okay. All at advantage. So big. So so (laughs) six. Six. Two, four, six. Yes, uh, okay, the map is big. It's so big. 
It's like I, I wanted got... you to spread out to different objectives. Oh no. <laughs> it looks like all will all three will hit and one is a nat 20. <laughs> oh snap. So six of them. All right. So it's going to be 1d6 plus 4. So 3 4 46. Oh, below average. Okay. Oh no. Six. Um. Four times. That's worse. Twelve. Plus six is eighteen. Twenty-three. 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 Piercing. That's really good. And then my swarm. I'm gonna have it. Um, Oh, it's stunned right now. Well, let's do some more damage then. One more d6. Okay. So four more. That is uh, also really good. Uh, okay. Yeah, Charm, you with your short swords in hand, in, in hands, because you have so many, <laughs> come over a whirling flash of steel. Um, and uh, let's see, they are, does it matter if they're magic? doesn't matter if they're magic, but there's like a flash of magic on your bargain bin short swords. Um, <laughs> yeah, as you cut into this creature and severely wound it. Yep. Uh, uh, anything else for your turn? Well, I'm going to move uh, the rest of my movement away, since it can't away me. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit further down. Let's see. I think I'll just go right there. Okay. Now it's their turn. Uh, first, we'll deal with the one in the web. Um, so it has to make a... Is it just a strength check now to try and get out? If they are restrained, it's a strength check. Okay. Uh, 13. What is your DC? 14. Oh, So it's still stuck. It's thrashing in the webs and trying to get out, <laughs> and it's letting out a horrible screech. <laughs> um <laughs> Let's see. Actually, though, hold on. Now that none of its minions, other than the two that are trapped, are next to it. Yep, yep. Um, Elwyn and Vert, can you make a... Because it can do this as a bonus action. Um, an intelligence saving throw. It lets out this screech, and as it does so, there's a burst of psychic energy from it. Oh boy, intelligence. 17. 17 passes. Oh, uh, <laughs> 22. <laughs> that also passes. Uh, okay, I think no ill effects then. You just Great. feel this psychic energy wash over you and you, with your power of mind, rebuff it. Were the smart um, cookies in the room? Yeah, too smart. Nick, <laughs> while stunned, can a thing do a bonus action? Uh, I'm let, not me sure. look that, let me look that up. I know it can't do actions or reactions. Stunned. Um, it's incapacitated. Can't take actions or reactions. I think it might have bonus actions. Okay. Uh, then this one does the same thing. As if in response to the other one's shriek, it lets out the same shriek, and I need an intelligence save from Embers as well. Uh, is Charm in this effect, or just me? Uh, ooh, Charm is there too, isn't she? She was kind of blooding into the map for me. Yes, Charm is in the effect as well. 
Okay. Intelligence then. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, seven. Seven is not a pass. No. Oh, I, I got a ten. Okay, that's not a pass either. Um, the two of you are incapacitated. No damage <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, and you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Okay. Uh, Embers, it is your turn. Shit. Okay, well, I guess I will just repeat my saving throw so I don't get the rest of my turn. Well, I can do bonus actions. Mm-hmm. No, nope. Just like it did. When you're yeah, incapacitated. What can I do with my bonus action? Oh, I need to make uh, saves for those two you on T as well. But they're probably, yeah, both failures. They're incapacitated as well. I don't think I can do anything with my bonus action. Um, I guess I could spend a key point to dodge, which seems like maybe a good thing to do if it's about to come out of a stun. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, and, and it comes out of stun at the end of your is, turn, right? Yeah. Uh, does an 11 save? Uh, it does not. Nope. All right, I'm still stunned. Or okay. Still incapacitated. Uh, so it comes out of its stun and kind of stands up to its full height. You can hear, like, cracking bones in its spine as oh, it no. begins to loom up slightly over your height. The tentacles flare and it roars in your face. Okay. Uh, Vert. Gotta save the research documents. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I just realized something else. Go on. <laughs> I'm gonna move here. And I guess I will make two uh, Thunder Gauntlet attacks against this UNT. That's menacing these poor defenseless books these poor documents <laughs> these poor documents all right so here's the first one it's not bad that's an 18 to hit uh that absolutely hits okay kerpow that's a nine damage thunder damage Oop. okay and so the what? next attack it's right. oh yeah these things they're they're tougher than that a 25 to hit did it what at all? Did it move it at all when you attack with your thunder gauntlet? That wouldn't cause damage anyway. It would have to be them moving, not oh. being pushed. Yeah. Uh, six damage. That would have been cool. <laughs> and another six. Okay. okay. And then I guess I'll have Soul kind of fly up to the edge there, and then he'll just fire a force bolt at that one as well. And that's a miss. Okay. Uh, so the thing that I realized was I'm trying to look up the rules for concentration because charms now incapacitated. So I was wondering what that does to web. Uh, the only the only rule on incapacitated is I can't take actions or reactions. Right, but do I lose con- concentration? Well, that's what I'm trying it? to figure out. Is is there something in the concentration rule? But I can't find the concentration. I don't think rule. so. You didn't take any damage. That's what I was wondering. So. Let me just okay. try and find it. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. It's not relevant just yet anyways. So uh, anything else for Vert? Was that it? Uh, that's it. Um, and then that UNTI hit has disadvantage on attack rolls, not against me. That is important. Okay. Um, 
it is their turn next. Uh, how much do they take damage starting in the spikes, Elwyn, or just when they move? Just for every five feet that they move. Okay. Uh, this one is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Wait, 30. it's difficult terrain. It is difficult. Oh, it is it difficult is terrain? Difficult. Okay. Yeah, it's difficult terrain as well. All right, yeah. then they're all going to swarm these research notes. So that's only 10 feet. 10 feet? Okay, let me find another D4. There we go. That is, uh, yeah, average. Actually, they've all probably got to go up one more, so it's 15 Eight. feet. Oh, fact. it's 15? Let me roll two more d4s. Where are all my d4s? There's one. These are the ones that hide in the dice bag, because they, like, have the pointy edge. Two more. All right. Wow. The number of twos I rolled. It's, like, very average. 12 points of piercing damage. Okay, to one of these. And then the other ones moved five feet. Five feet for the other ones. Okay. Oh, yes, two fours. Eight piercing damage. Okay, very good. Fuck yes. Minus eight. Minus eight. Uh, And then this one... I guess these are both in the spikes, so that's another five feet for him, and ten feet for that one. So the guy that went five feet takes five damage, and the guy that went ten feet takes eight damage. That is a good spell. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, they so, then begin attacking the research. So, did that one walk out of the my threat range or no? Uh, it walked out of the spikes, but um, the one that you thunder gauntleted is going to attack you instead of the research. Okay. So, okay. Uh, um, so it has to. I have um, what's it called? Going mirror image. Okay, so, so I make a d twenty roll. Is that it? Each time a creature targets you with an attack. Roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of your duplicates. So I roll it's it? It's a three. Or, or you, you can roll, roll it. You can roll it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, If you have three duplicates, you must roll hot, a six or higher to change the attack's target to a duplicate. I rolled a three, so... So maybe it's it me rolling. It would target you. Yeah, you can roll it. That's fine. I'm confused. Being incapacitated, you lose concentration on a spell if you are incapacitated or if you die. Oh, no. Okay, yep. so I rolled a Let 14. Web has done a lot of work so far though. So it really has. Yeah. Um I'm gonna let I'm gonna think I'm gonna let it hit me, actually. Okay. Uh, or try to will, hit me. It will attack you. Um only giving these guys one attack, because otherwise it's way too many. Uh, however, they they have a the ability reckless, so it choose to make its at advantage and then mm. use advantage against it next. Double nineteens on the dice. I'll do it. Um, you take six points of piercing damage right. from that one. Um, My temp HP. The other one recklessly attacks the notes, <laughs> as you do. <laughs> yes, so I do every day. Dealing. What's the, oh, what's no. the notes AC? 
Uh, 11. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, each of these objectives has a different wow. AC, you'll find. <laughs> uh, the other ones recklessly attack the notes as well. That, that's a miss, actually. I rolled a 1 and a 3 at advantage. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, and that's a hit. Okay. Hope so they're tough parchment. Minus 12 to that one. They are just tearing through schematics and books and um, all of this research. I was uh, hoping our dwarven friend would jump in the prototype and start plow pinching <laughs> these things. Any kind of intelligence bonus? We need to see if they save against their... Intelligence minus two. Nope. Those two that are in the hallway are both still incapacitated. Elwyn, you're up. Oh, great. Um, let's see. Whew. Uh, well, the ones that are destroying notes are kind of boxed in by the spikes. Mm-hmm. Web's gone. So my priority is probably keeping these guys from doing any harm. So I think... <sighs> Stupid motherfucking everything is concentration. <laughs> it's fine. I will, uh, yeah, maybe I'll get them in a frost fingers. Okay. How close do I have to be to get all all of them? Like, it's like a fifteen foot cone. Yeah, here or do I have to be here to get them all? Here, I think. Here, right? Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. Here, and yeah, I'll just frost fingers them all. Uh, con save. Sure. Hold on. I hate cones. Cones are so much trouble. Yes, you can get them all, we'll say. Because I don't yeah. want to work it out. <laughs> uh, con saves. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, here's the two snake creatures. Um, it's a con is decent. Uh, two failures. Nice. And the gangly mind flare creature. They don't have vulnerability to cold or anything, do they? Being snakes. They do not. Okay, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Though it would make sense Good that they would. Out. Right? Good looking out. <laughs> they don't, but they should, probably should. <laughs> um, the Mind Flayer looking creature also fails. Great. So they all take 2d6 cold. No, 2d8 cold damage. Remember this next time my creatures roll well, Kay. It's <laughs> I not know. always the case. I know, I know. I love you tonight a little bit. Um, <laughs> nine cold damage and any non-magical liquids in the area that aren't being worn or carried are now just frozen solid. Ooh. If that's relevant. I don't think it is. No, not in this Not area. in this room. In the other room. Yeah. <laughs> So how far did I run just now? Was that 15 feet? I think you can go back to where you are. Yeah, yeah so. I think, well, I think I'll probably come back to the other side over here, actually. 
um, okay. just to be a barrier to them getting into this room. Um, I don't think I can do anything as a bonus action, so that's my turn. Uh, Charm, you are currently incapacitated. You have your bonus action, but no action. Okay, so another intelligence check. Uh, yeah, unless you have a bonus action you want to use on your turn. Um, well, I can do a shove. That's about it. Um, so I don't think, I don't think Embers would want me to shove him away. So, um, I got a 13 on the intelligence check. Uh, it's an intelligence saving throw, if that helps. Mm -hmm. It's still plus zero. Oh, plus zero. Okay. Um... You are still incapacitated, unfortunately. No, it's not a 10 or 11 or 13. It's higher than that. <laughs> yep. uh, it is their turn. Oh, no. Um, let's see. Could it make it to the notes now if it tried? No, not quite. Okay. Uh, so it will uh, make some attacks against embers. All at disadvantage. Yes, because you dodged. Good thinking. Um, two, it will make... Yeah, two claw attacks. It's going to stick to claws. Oh. Oh, they're really bad. Oh, wait, that was just one at disadvantage. Uh, it was a two on dice, so that's a miss. Okay. It's rolling so bad. Uh, 14 doesn't hit you, right? No, it doesn't. No, okay. Um... does get its power back but it's not useful right now so uh, it goes running off towards the notes after trying to hit you and failing because you are dodging okay um or not the notes the um the liquid the substance yeah yep. uh the other one freed from the web will go 5 10 15 20 25 30. So then the question is, with another action, could it make it? Yes, it can. I'm gonna opportunity attack as Do it, it runs past me. <clears throat> Although I don't think I can use a spell to opportunity attack. So I'm just going to take a dagger, too. Bonk it with the staff? Yeah, like you don't want to give it a whack? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> If I hit it with my staff, even if I'm using it two-handed, it's a 1d8 minus one. Oh, <laughs> isn't that better damage. than a dagger? Well, well daggers, dagger I have 1d4 plus two for my dagger, and I have a better hit mm. to hit, so, eh. All right. Better than nothing. Burn the risk of doing zero damage with the staff. That's a natural one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Uh, it makes it then to the apparatus. Uh, embers. Okay, um, probably no reason to dodge at this point since it doesn't seem interested in me anymore, so I'm just gonna try and make this save. Ooh, a 17. That does it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nice. So, that was the end of my turn, so I can't do anything, but I am back. Back in action. You, a, you do have a bonus action, but yeah, you said you don't need to dodge. Yeah, nothing I can do with it, really. Yeah. Uh, Vert. All right. Well, these reckless individuals that are next to me, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go ahead and can I like scoop the notes up, or do I have to like, like they're like not really. I mean, 
abstracted they're kind of all over the room yeah okay yeah. i put them in a specific location so i'd have something to I'm gonna walk around that guy and up and try and put myself between them and the notes the precious notes innocent okay. notes innocent notes <laughs> and i'm gonna do two attacks at advantage one on each of them my thunder gauntlet again uh that is gonna hit on the first one it's a six it's a okay. 17 on the dice and this one's a 21 to hit Yes, both hit. Okay, so each one gets a bonk. Uh, max damage on one of the attacks, which is only 12. And then... Still quite a bit. 7 for the other one. Bonk, bonk. And... Uh, let's see here. I don't think... I have anything I can do for charm... Or incapacitation. So, yeah, Soul's just gonna also make an attack and advantage against one of these fellows. Oh my God, Soul! How do you do this? Oh, missed. <laughs> oh, Soul. So, <laughs> that's my turn. Okay. Uh, then it is them. Uh, you angered them with the thunder gauntlets. Good. So they are going to both attack you. Okay. Recklessly. Recklessly. Oh, so Ooh, let me roll. I guess I'll roll my thingy. Uh, <laughs> Gross. You heard it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Is that how? This, I think that's how this works, right? Yeah. Roll a d twenty. If it's okay. above six, then you don't get hit. I love that you have I rolled to a look one, it up every so time. one of them can try and hit me recklessly. Okay. Um, well, I never actually like every time I used it. I never actually had to do anything with it because he never attacked me. <laughs> that's a nineteen. That still misses you, right? <laughs> it misses me. Oh. Okay. Right. The other so ones roll, attack then. Roll again. All right. Oh, he hits one's... me. That's another natural one. So he hits How, me too. Oh, this wow. attack is better. Doing nothing for you. Throw 21. that. <laughs> throw that d20 away. It's the same one that rolled one twice. Okay, goodbye d20. Go put it in jail. How much damage is it? Six. Uh, six. Yep. I rolled a 21 to hit. Yep. I take six damage. Oof. I hit Vert. <laughs> it's like when you hit Hunter. Who's that? Yeah. Who's Wait, that? Who, who? Yeah. Um, and then the other ones recklessly attack notes. So you have to uh, is mirror image concentration. Or are you good? It'd be really funny if it was. <laughs> uh, it's not. Okay. Uh, that's three hits on notes for eighteen damage. Oh no! Ouch! I really wanted to cast sanctuary on the notes, but it has to target a creature. <laughs> I checked though. I'm like sanctuary. That would have been really the funny. Bible at the notes. Don't attack this book. Uh, <laughs> the books are now holy books <laughs> holy cow uh, I was rolling with no hope to see if these two in the hallway were able to become released of their incapacitation and I rolled a 19 on dice and a 20 on dice they're of both released from incapacitation <laughs> yeah. that's the end of their turn though uh, El uh, Elwyn you're up yeah so I I'm going to maintain concentration on that spike growth for now, hoping that it'll just kill those things when they go back through it or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and I'm going to turn into a giant spider. Yes. I'm sure I have a spider. Yeah, these, these had one seem before. like a lost cause. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much a lost cause. Um, and that's my whole action to transform 
but I'm just going to be staring menacingly. How is people doing? How are people doing health wise? No one's really gotten hurt. That I haven't, bad, I haven't been touched. Very oh, like let me update Just mine for... actually, but it's not much. You can move too, right? Me? Oh yeah, I could, but I kind of want to block this doorway. Maybe I'll. Well, Once... this guy's gonna start attacking this thing if he doesn't have another target. I know, but as a giant spider, I have a ranged attack, so. Mm -hmm, okay. I might need to move just a bit closer to him, but I can do that on my next turn as well. Let me just I like you how you control. parked that spider. <laughs> like a little rotation and backwards into the parking yep. spot. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. 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 Ethan. Me, I'm trying to give it a tint, but I forget how. If I, You should have control of it now. Thanks. If I went over um, to the prototype device, could I jump in it and start crab pinching yeah, the... You okay. could. Absolutely. I might do that once these guys are done, though. Yeah, I might just back up a little bit so that these guys will have to, like, go through my threat range if they're going to pass me. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, to, just to check, do giant spiders have, like, any bonus actions or anything you can use or just actions? I, it's just actions. Okay, that's too bad. Yep, but that's fine, because I'm here now, and I can, yeah, try to bite someone if they try to run past me or whatever. I'm just, like, looking threateningly now at everything. Okay. Uh, Charm, you are up. Um, let's try... Uh, oh, but I can do a telekinetic shove, I mm -hmm. think. Well, let's see if I can, if I'm far enough away. How, I mean, close enough. Oh, on the... Yeah, I don't think so. I have to be within 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's see if we can get un... Yeah. incapacitated. 20! Yes. Yay, yeah. you're mean, free! That may, should mean that I can do a turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll allow it, but it's a one-time <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, just because I hate when players miss turns, so especially okay. two in a row. And yet right. he threw these monsters at us. And yet I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so let's see. I'm going to. Um... I'll say okay. So you have your action, but I don't think you have m movement. No movement. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I what I and I have another question because these are all new new spells for me. Mm -hmm. um, it says on the cordon of arrows spell, the range of it is five feet, but I don't know like if it's got a, a casting or does it around me or that's where I'm confused about it. Let's see. I plant them, and at the range. Range area um, five feet, yeah. And then when anybody comes within thirty feet of it, it goes off. It says, "But where yeah, so am I when I'm casting it? I can cast it just within." I think it's just anywhere me? within five feet of you. Of me, okay. So any of the spaces next to you. Okay. All right, so I'm not going to use that one, uh, so I can't move. All right, I am going to get out my longbow then and target the guy that's going after the liquid goo. Sounds good. Okay. 
And that is a 16. Uh, let me double check. It's AC. That hits. Oh, yes. Okay, 1d8. It's not a d8. There you are. Plus 3. Okay, so 7 damage. Uh, okay, that one is looking pretty injured. It's getting down there. Oh, I attacked. No, my swarm's not close enough. Does your swarm... Well, your swarm should just take effect anytime you hit with an attack, I believe. Okay, cool. I think cool. you can still use the swarm on it. Alright. Because I remember so... Quarry used it on ranged attacks. Okay. Another two! <laughs> Another two. As the bees sting into this thing and it kind of swats at them, annoyed. Uh, okay. Um, then it's their turn. The angry looking mind flare, mind flare type guys. Um, whoop, we'll go up to the goo. And uh, the other one is up next to the apparatus, and they're going to attack. These ones get two attacks, but they don't get reckless. Um, Have the one attacking the goo, like, gets its hands stuck and can't attack anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Goo has an AC of 15, so both of those are hits. No, Um, Not the goo! So it's... 16 total damage. I'm going to say that the there's an, there's added necrotic damage, but I'm going to say that doesn't affect goo. Uh, similarly, it won't affect the apparatus if it manages to hit it, which only one of its attacks does, because the apparatus has an AC of 18. Uh, okay. That is their turn. The only other thing I need to do is roll to see if they get the ability back, and... One of them has it right now, and the other one doesn't. Cool. Um, Embers, you're up. How bad off is this one at the goo looking? Um, not, I mean, not great. Um, maybe like a, it's maybe like a third of its well-being it started out with. Don't laugh at me, Zach. How do you describe hit points? It's it's well-beingometers. Like well, I'm at about a third. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna chance this plan. Um, I'm gonna Ember stays where she is, throwing four um, sunbolts at it. Okay. Fingers crossed. Let's see. Does a 13 hit? 13 does not. Okay, so only two of these hits, so this plan is probably not going to work. I'm assuming an 18 hits. 18 does, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This plan is a bad plan. Oh, man. <sighs> only 15 damage. That's still pretty good. I know, but I needed to mm-hmm. kill it. Uh, well, that you did not do. No. Um, And I guess... After that, Embers just looks back at Charm and says, finish it! And is going to use Fail on Agility to run after. <laughs> Zoom! Let's see. To just to run down this hall and engage these two. Okay. Uh, anything else for Embers, then? Or is that it? That was my action bonus move, so that's it. 
Vert, then. Yep. I'm still going to be punching these ones. Um, they used Reckless Attack again, right? Yes, they did. Oh, heck so yeah, they did. So I'm going to get them. I'm uh, always going to use Reckless for these guys. So does a 15 just... hit? Uh, I think just. Oh, no. Did you? A uh, little bit more than hit. Yep. Okay. Did your Sultan bolt, was that at advantage? It was. <laughs> Oh, no, no. I rolled a one in this six on the dice. I know. Okay, and then I got a 17 for the second one. So once again, one bopping each one once. Bop, bop. Oh, 12 damage for, for the first one. We'll just say okay. that's on the one that I hit the first time, I guess. And then uh, eight damage for the second hit, for the second bop. And then Soltem. Come on, Soltem. Which one of the two is Soltem attacking? Uh, The one that I hit first. Okay. One that has a lower well-beingometer right now. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sultan got a 19 to hit. That hits? Yeah, Sultan. Oh, that's good. That's six damage. <laughs> Just what Sultan needed. Trophy for soul. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> These things have so much HP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're tough. Um, I, I would not have thrown you guys against this encounter if they were planning yeah. to attack you. <laughs> mm. I'll just say it that way. Uh, and then that's action, bonus action. I don't need to move, so that's it. Okay. Uh, the UNT then. Uh, Embers, you engaged them. They have a spider in their way. <laughs> they, they could technically... Um, yeah, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Um... Both Spider and uh, Embers get opportunity attacks against that one. Then we'll do the other one. Thank you. I'm going to let her go first, and then I'll decide if I want to do it or not. Does a 17 hit? Uh, Yes. Okay. Uh, That'll be 9 damage. 9 damage it is. Uh, And Elwyn, what do you think? Does the other one look like it's going to run this way too or not? Uh, It will run. Which way it runs, not sure. I can't tell if it's going to run forward or backward. Well, it's not running backward, I'll tell you that. But then you can't tell if it's going to go left or straight. I, I don't care. if It still has to go past me. I'm just yep. wondering whether to hold my attack to hit the other one or not, which is what I want to do. So I'm going to wait and hit the other one. Uh, 15, 20, 25, 30. It runs this direction. Oh, it's not out of my threat range yet. No. It oh, it did. Because it dashes. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for that one with a bite. 15, 20, 25. Oh, it'll actually go one further. And then this one will dash too. Five. Oh, that's only a nine to hit. God, it was really good, and then it went. Bink. Mm, rolled over to the <laughs> other side. Aww. I was like, no. Uh, uh, well, well, good news is it's your turn now. Oh wait, did I do all the other ones? No. No. I yeah, only did, did any of the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of them, that one next to Vert, will attack recklessly. Oh, come on. 19. <laughs> Misses. Miss. Uh, and the other ones will attack the notes that are clearly already there. Oh, my gosh. They uh, First one missed the notes. Second one hit the notes. Third one hit the notes. So. No, no. Melissa's crying. Just like, I can't believe all this violence to beautiful notes. Yeah. The notes have yes. three hit points left. 
Uh, now it's Owen's turn. I Owen, mean, I'm up. just waiting for them to finish with those so that they have to run through the spikes again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I've been holding out for. Oh, um, yeah, man. so I think I need to move 10 feet, 10 at least, this way. And then I think I'm within range. Um, no, I'll need to move 15 feet. Oh, why did I delete the web asset? Uh, and I'm going to... Uh, Use web. Yep. Why did I delete it from map? Uh, on the well, it's not. You don't need to worry about because it's only one creature. Oh, okay. It's not this like the spell. I can't just splatter them with web. I'm just yeah attacking one. It's a ranged attack, and I don't trust any of my dice. We're gonna use this one. All right, come on. Uh, oh God. Well. Yeah, okay. That's only a 12. Against, oh, I guess it doesn't matter which one. The big, yeah, yeah the miss. ugly tentacle guy, but it doesn't really fucking matter because I'm fucking useless when it comes to rolling attacks on everything, all the ways. So that's my whole goddamn turn. But I think I will use the rest of my movement of 5, 10, 15 just to get closer. Closer, yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, then Best laid back plans. up to charm. Charm's got a weird-ass plan, okay? I love it. Do it. So, Charm's gonna go... Oops. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Right mm -hmm. here. And Charm wears this kind of cool robe, but it oh, looks right. it looks like it's really, really um, old and, you know, it's got been repaired several times. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. uh, she's going to reach and pull a patch off of it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and she's going to throw patch? it. And she's going to throw it right um, here. Okay. And suddenly there is a. Let me see the size. Um, sorry, <laughs> I had it right here. Um, suddenly there is a 10 foot cube pit. Appears and he falls. <laughs> into That's amazing! <laughs> oh my goodness! It's so good. It's now, so good. is that an action or a bonus action, dear Wait. lovely DM? <laughs> uh, it is an action. Yes, I was okay, just looking at the robe for you. I okay. meant to be looking at that when you sent me the DM, but I forgot. That's okay. Uh, That's okay, really funny. <laughs> um, That's ten feet of falling damage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you weren't gonna say it, I was. <laughs> this is the best I have for a. Oops, that's the GM layer. Darn it, map layer, map layer. That's the best I have for a pit. Mm -hmm. That's great. Okay, <laughs> I love the robe with useful items. That's the first uh, okay. time I've gotten to use it. Uh, I haven't done falling damage in a while. It's just one d six for 1D6. ten feet, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to roll a d six? Five. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, still alive, but off. it's in a pit. It's in a pit. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else on Charm's turn? Bonus okay. action? Yes. So for my bonus action, I'm going to turn around to the other one and give him a telekinetic shove. Oh, nice. It's a strength uh, save he has to make. They aren't terribly strong, these guys. 
I don't think. Um, is your DC less than a 12? It's 14. It's 14. Uh, yeah, so, so it's yeah. shoved. How many feet? Five feet away. You shove it backward. Cool. Oh, that's pretty now, now it has to dash to get to the thing. That's exactly what it needed. Yep. That was a really good turn. Okay. Um, any movement, or is that it? Yeah, I already moved, so I'm that's good. Right, that's right. Okay. Um, the Mind Flare creature... Unfortunately, these guys got up here somehow. Um, the Mind Flare creatures do have spider climb, so it just kind of eerily climbs up out of the pit. Um, and kind of up onto this table that is holding the supply of uh, formula. <laughs> and it spares one glance for you, Charm, and kind of lets out this uh, piercing roar in your direction. It's not the psychic pulse, but it just kind of roars angrily at you uh, and goes to attack the the chest. Uh, two hits, I believe, because the notes have an AC of 15. Yes. Uh, so that is another 16 damage. Or not Those the, aren't notes. Yeah. I'm just defaulting to notes, the formula. Um, so that takes another 16 damage. Uh, and yeah, it roars defiantly at you. Uh, then the other one over here will attack the uh, apparatus. Um, what do they get to their bonus to hit? Plus seven, so I think those are both hits. So the apparatus has an AC of 18. Uh, so another 16 damage to the apparatus as well. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Um, Embers, you're up. <clears throat> okay. I'm in a bad spot. Um, mm -hmm. Embers decides to run and help out uh, Alwyn, and it's going to spend another key point to toss a flurry of uh, Radiant Sunbolts at the tentacle-looking guy. Sounds good. Let's see. Uh, does a 19 hit, right? It does, yep. And these are all hits. Ooh. Nice. This is a pretty dark chamber. I mean, there's the glow of the forge, but that's pretty much it. So these sunbolts just streak with light across the wall hmm. um, as they fly through the room. Uh, 34 damage of radiant. Oh. Ooh. It joins its friend in having less well-being than when it entered this room. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, anything uh, else for Embers? Is that it? Nope. That was move bonus and action. Okay. Uh, Vert. All right. Crack my big gauntlets, knuckles, and uh, start punching this guy again. It's a slugfest over here on the, the book side of the house, the notes. Oh, that's a hit. That's a 25 to hit. And another. Oh, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a crit, actually. Okay. All right. This might demolish Buddy, this creature. I hope so. Get all my D8s in here. Oops. Alright. Oh, 
good. That's 13, 15, plus 8, 21. Trophy for Vert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Soul will... I mean, let me see what the range is on... uh, What's it called? The, um... I, th- I don't know if it's 60 feet or 120 feet. I always forget. Oh, for Soul? For his uh, Force Bolt, yeah. One sec. Yeah, it's probably 60. I think so. I mean, either way, they're all three in range there. Mm-hmm. So, he has a fly speed of 30, and Force Strike is actually only 30, so... Oh. I, did, I was seeing if he could possibly target... If he could go this way and target this guy... But he cannot. If either one of those things was more, or if, if his brain stack was 60. So he can just fly down here and shoot the top one, I think. Okay. Try to. Uh, oh boy. Um, is a 15 hit? Uh, did you roll at advantage? I did. I mean, it's still a hit, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, seven damage. Pew! And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, snake people. Snake people. Um, okay, so <laughs> this one would have had to use its action to reach the notes. Or not the notes. I keep saying that. The formula. <laughs> uh, so it will instead stop at charm and make reckless attacks against charm. Or a reckless attack against charm. Um, Charm, does 20 hit you? Yep. Uh, You take 6 points of slashing damage from its claw. Okay. Or from it actually piercing damage as it bites you, I suppose is what it is. Yeah, it kind of chomps onto one of your forearms and then goes to continue running past. The book-looking forearm? Yeah, these guys love to chomp books. They just love eating books. All right, now we'll see which one of these snake people gets to finish off the research. None of them. (laughs) That one missed. Unbooked. That one missed. Come on, books. (laughs) They all missed at advantage. (laughs) I didn't roll anything higher than a six, and they needed a seven. The book of survival. You wanted to make them holy. Ay, ay, ay. Worst research destroyers ever. Okay. <laughs> they had one uh, job. I, I imagine they're all, this, all like, oh, trying, they're, like, fighting something. each other to try and get the final hit on the last, like, book or whatever. They're like, no, it's mine, no, it's mine. Meanwhile, this one fighting the apparatus hits it, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Six damage. Okay. Plus distractions. Um, Elwyn, you're up. So... It says that the web is a recharge thing. Does that still apply even with a wild shape? I think yes. Okay, so let's roll a d6. And that's six, so I get my web back. Cool. Nice. We're going to try this again on the stupid mind flayer fuck. Yep, is that I what said they're actually it. called? I said it. Yeah, that's the... In the, the official d d book they were okay. published in, it's official mind flayer fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. What's the roll? Thanks, wizards. Uh, nineteen hits. Yeah. So that was the web. So he's restrained. Okay. 
Um, and on his next turn, he can make an action to uh, make a strength check to try and break Takes free. Takes an action. That's nice. Takes an action. That's why I did it. Okay. Um, the uh, webbing can also be attacked. Oh, um, good, to know. good to know. Yep. So that's that. And then. Yeah, I think I'll just stay put. Yeah, I think I'm probably good there. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's my turn. Uh, Charm, you're up. Right. There's two people there. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and attack the guy in front of me. This okay. one's almost dead, I think. It is yeah. quite near to death, yeah. Okay, so if I do my longbow... You'll have disadvantage. Because you got somebody in melee with you. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a good... Can you uh, use your, can you use your tele telekinetic shove before the attack? I don't see why not. Then you yeah, can throw it in the, the pit. Push push him into the hole. Yes. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Okay, but I have to get a little closer then. Uh, okay, so we'll get there. Let, let's do it. Strength save. Okay. I rolled a four on dice. It's in the pit. <laughs> Roll a yeah. d6 of falling damage. <laughs> oh, that one's in the pit. Okay, I was yeah. aiming for the other one to get off of it, but that's but fine. They, but I'm saying oh. then now you have a clear shot. Without now I have a clear yeah. shot. Okay. You just right. would have shoved the other one into the wall if you pushed it also. Mm -hmm, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. I thought, yeah, I would have to get the other way. All right. Longbow attack. Here we come. Please, please, please. And that's a 17? Hits. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a D8. D8. Um, so three plus three is only a six. Only six damage? What about Big B? Okay. What about your bees? Oh yeah, bees, bees, bees! Come on, bees! Bees, That's bees, bees! Come on, bees! Hello, bees! Four. Four. It's hanging on. Oh, do you, no. you don't have an extra attack? No. Yeah, do you? You have multi-attack, don't you? Um, no, okay. I, oh, I... But if I do my longbow, then I can move a little forward and, and do one more attack with my shortbow, with my offhand? No, just use your longbow no, twice. No, you have two attacks, right? Oh, okay. two attacks! With okay. your longbow, yeah. I thought that was yeah, only with attacks. my short sword for some reason. Nope. All right, it's my brain, guys. Budget okay, longbow so also gets two okay. attacks. So that's another 17. I rolled another okay. 11. Get him, get him, you, you got him. How do you want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! He had okay. one HP after the, oh my the, God. the bees, bees, bees. <laughs> oh, man. So, I think um, the longboard, uh, I mean, the longsword's going to the longbow is going to hit him. He's going to bounce off the wall and back into the pit. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Falls on, on the top guy. of the snake in the pit. Nice. Um, I do need a d6 of falling damage for that snake in the pit as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. One. <laughs> okay. Um, oh man, you're going in jail. As <laughs> this mind flare looking guy uh, takes a arrow from Charm's longbow to the cranium and then falls face forward into the pit, um, all of you see each of the snake creatures look in the direction of 
the forge room. Um, and those of you who are in the forge room, you see that the the snake creature that's in there looks at the other living mind flare, and some communication seems to pass between them all. Um, but like there was an instant reaction to that mind flare looking creature going down um, that affected all of the snake creatures. So oh, shit. Mm. Yep. Uh, anything else on Charm's turn? Was that it? That's all I can do. Okay, I'm gonna shift the music now. That's all I can do. <laughs> that was a really good turn. That uh, was a great turn. The mind flare looking guys will is restrained. Is restrained. I like how the communication is like just basically like his eyes and there's a bunch of webs everywhere and he's like. Mm. So it's going to still make its attacks, but it's going to make them a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get plus seven, so that still hits. And oh wait, disadvantage, not advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain was—I don't even remember what the first one was, so I'm just going to re-roll these. Uh, okay, so it's an eighteen and eleven on the dice, so that one does still hit. Uh, the second one misses, though. Great. So only, and only because of the disadvantage, I will add. It did have a good roll on the second dice. Um, so it will do eight damage there. The apparatus is quite damaged at this point. Um, the I other mind flare looking creature is dead. Well, the mind flares do quite a bit because yeah. if they hit with both, they do sixteen a turn. Oof. So. And these things were supposed to stand up to fucking rocks bludgeoning them for 300 or 400 feet. Well, this is just the prototype. It wasn't finished. So, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. The full... Okay, so the full thing has 200 <laughs> hit points. This prototype has 50. I'll say okay. that. So, okay. Okay. Yeah, they will. Um, <laughs> Ellen's like, my confidence is shaken, man. <laughs> Vert can reassure you later that this prototype <laughs> is, is not the final form. Um... Then it uses its bonus action to let out that psychic scream. Uh, Embers and Elwyn, I need intelligence saving throws. I was hoping I was hard enough away. It's a, well, let me double check, but it is, it's a 30 foot, so. I got 22. Nice. Actually, Elwyn is far enough away that it doesn't hit, but it does hit Embers. Wait, what? Wait, what? But I'm right there. Opposite. Oh, you're the spider. Right. I'm, Duh. Oh, are you looking at my... <laughs> I still oh, have right. Elwood on the GM <laughs> layer, and gotcha. you're over by the door. I was so. like, I'm closer. I'm closer to Ember. Well, my bad. I passed. Okay. And I get my mental stat from being normal mm-hmm. for this. Okay. <laughs> you do. You are yeah. normal. Yes. I'm, I'm in my normal mental stat. Shut yes. up. It's, it's late. I know what you okay. mean. Oh, fuck me. That's a nine. Okay, so uh, Spider Elwyn is incapacitated. Incapacitated. Oh, which means the spike growth is gone. Dang it! Mm-hmm, I was yeah. holding on to it the reminder. whole fucking time. Just for these motherfuckers wait, to leave you have and they the, would have run wait, through wait, wait. it. Oh, the mind sharpener doesn't work, does it? Uh, oh, but I... Well, I do have the, a similar effect on my... Yeah, you have a thing on your staff. On my yeah, staff, but staff. can I... have a legendary... Can, can I use it if in I'm spider form? In sure. spider form? 
I can just choose to succeed. But then that's yep. it for today. So? I mean, this thing, I might kill this thing. Like, right now. Yeah, well, I'm thinking if something bad happens. I mean, I think this is the worst thing that's going to happen today. You don't know that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Save it. Uh, no, the spike growth is kind of like a barrier to you anyway, so we'll let it drop. It's fine. Okay. I'm incapacitated. I haven't been doing much anyway. I mean, your initial spike... Uh, when you initially cast it, it did a ton of damage. So yeah, the, that's the problem true. now is like now we actually need it because they just are they going to break the note yeah. and move. Yeah. So now's where it's actually going to be okay, useful. Okay, fine. I'll spend my staff thing and and uh, save this or force save the saving throw. You talked me into it. Okay. So that welcome. was the um. Oh, darn it! <laughs> it's that not was the Z to get him back. <laughs> That's the like miracle, right? Yeah, you can access the Weaver's power in one of the following three ways. When you would fail a saving throw, you can choose to succeed instead. That's not quite right. It's more like up here, right? Something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's that or the mind sharpener <laughs> armor, but I don't know. Do I have that right now, or are you have an infusion on something else? I think you have it. Oh. But it wouldn't work because you're incapacitated, not failing your concentration check, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> well, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it's an auto. Okay. Yeah. That's so Elwyn, you feel that as it screams, you feel that psychic wave begin to wash over you. Uh, and you can feel it numbing your brain and beginning to like slow your senses and things like that. Um, and in the back of your head, you just hear, oh no, I don't think so. And the effect is instantly rebuffed and your mind sharpens and clears. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just is... look menacingly at this motherfucking thing. <laughs> Spider hiss at it. Spider uh, hiss. Embers, you my up. mandibles. Alright. I'm gonna take... Uh... Well, let's start with three, because they're all at advantage, and I might crit. Uh, but <laughs> radiant, radiant bolts against this uh, tentacle thing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a hit. An 18 on die. Yep. That's another 18 on die. Uh, and that's a 23 to hit. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's see if I can kill this thing. And if not, I'll spend a key point for a fourth stack. Um, 23 radiant damage. Still in there. Okay, I'll do one more. I don't know if you can get it this time. I can't. I don't know what your max is, but it well, is I'm getting not, close. I rolled a two and a three on die with advantage. So. Oh no. Uh, the last one goes wide. You get excited, at, kind of seeing at it. At that point, for nothing. You're like soul. Yeah. <laughs> Could happen to anyone. Uh, anything else for Embers, or is that it? Uh, that is it. Then it's Vert. Okay, here we go. Uh, I am going to walk over here. And I need to do a measurement. I'm going to shoot a firebolt at the tentacle thing. <laughs> Straight across the hall? Okay, He'll cool. marry it. Yeah, do it. Okay, here we go. Please crit. Please. Pretty please. 
Oh, 19, but not a 20. Okay, well, it's a little <laughs> We tried. Uh, but it's still 2d10. So mm-hmm. that is 11 damage. Hanging in there. <sighs> I tried. Um, if that last really this is, to do it, I bet we would have died. Yeah, Soul can't make it there either. He is 30 and 30, so... Uh, and I still have a turn coming up, too. Yeah, so he'll just fire one against these really reckless book killers again. Uh, oh, that's a hit, too. Good Soul. And that is... 2 plus 3, 5 damage. Force damage. Okay. And uh, uh, bonus... Yep, that's it. I'm done. All right, then. It is the snake people. Can they kill this book? Let's find out. <laughs> yes, the book is dead. Okay. <laughs> it was bound to happen. Uh, oh. Okay. There oh, we go wow. again. <laughs> uh, okay, so then, oh boy, they've got to decide how they want to move. And it's difficult terrain. Yep. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So that's 15. 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Are they all going to do that? 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Ooh. And the other ones move 25 feet. So. So 10 more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the ones that moved 15 feet, hold on. I need one more. One more D4. Come on. I know I have. There we go. Nope. One more even after that. How many of these things do I need? There we go. I actually have enough for all of this. Okay, so for the ones that moved 15 feet... No, the one mm-hmm. that moved 15 feet. That is... Um, 4, 8, 10, 12, 14 piercing damage. Looking rough. And then, and then the ones that moved 25 feet? Yep. 10, 15, 20, 25... Okay, let me roll all of these. <laughs> is that 10d4? Uh, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, yeah, 7, 8, 9. Is. Yep, that's 10d4. And I rolled, like, almost all twos. So that's okay. cool. Um, 10. Yeah, I mean, some some bigger, some littler. But, okay, so that's 4 and... Uh, what am I doing? Okay. That's 10, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 21. <laughs> 21. Rough. Piercing looking, damage. Looking rough all. Uh, okay. And then there is one still. Snake in the pit. <laughs> uh, the, one, the one that is in the forge room uh, looks up at the mind flare type creature. And an understanding passes between them. Like, it looks like it's about to slash the webs on the Mind Flare, but it instead turns its claws on the apparatus. Mm-hmm. And misses. Rolled a four and a two at advantage. Nice. All been the there. other one that's mm-hmm. in the pit, these guys do not have spider climb. Let me double check. They don't have a climb speed. Nope, they don't. <clears throat> uh, manages to climb out. That's good. And then we'll attack the formula at advantage. 
Uh, that's just a hit for six damage. And then, did I get all of them? I think I did. That's Elwyn's turn. Great. Um, just pulling my stat block back up. Yeah, okay. Sure, we'll do this. I will come up here and try to bite the uh, tentacle dude. You've got advantage. Yeah. Hopefully it does something for me. Okay, yeah. That's a 23. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. 23 to hit. So it's going to take 1d8 plus 3 piercing, and the target must make a con save. You can kill it with this if you roll. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. (laughs) No pressure. Uh, Well, that was an 8 on die, so that was... You did it! 11 piercing damage. But Well, it also does poison damage. So on top of that, it also does... 12 poison damage on a failed save or 6 on on a success. Uh, well, it can't save because it is... If the poison damage reduces the target to 0 hit points, the target is stable but poisoned for an hour even after regaining hit points so is paralyzed while poisoned. But it was the piercing oh, damage. Yeah, but it's it. also... Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway. Um, cool. I would say, though, I mean, if you want... It's weird because damage, I think, technically kind of happens all at the same time. So, mm. like, if you want it to be stable, I'll allow it. Like, unconscious but stable. But if you want it to be dead, that's fine, too. Mm. Yeah, unconscious but stable actually sounds good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because it's restrained, um, too. Yes. By my whips. When so. when it goes unconscious, um, the snake creatures all all of their heads whip towards the doors, and they look like they're gonna probably start running away from here at this point. Okay. Can I use my bonus action to start like weaving this thing, this restrained mind flare? against the wall like a spider in Mm -hmm. webs just like web it against the wall creepy yep just to kind of push it back like um where's my thing like against this wall here and just really restrain it good Mm -hmm. you restrain it good yep uh okay charm you're up we'll just go one more round and i think we'll be able to wrap things up We'll go quick. Okay, I'll get closer and let's go to town. Let's do three attacks. Because it's paralyzed while poisoned in this way, too. <laughs> For an hour. <laughs> okay, so let's see. It's plus seven. So um, does the 13 hit? Uh, 13 does not. Oh, not quite for these. Okay, so only two hits. So that's 8 plus 8, 16, plus another attack from the swarm, <laughs> only one. 
Okay. It's hanging in there. Okay. Bonus action. I'm going to telekinesis shove it back into the pit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, It passes its save. I rolled a 19 on dice. Okay. Plus four, so. Okay. Or plus two. No, plus four. Yeah. Uh, Anything else for charm? I think that's it. Okay. No more mind flares. Uh, Embers. Okay. Um, Embers runs up and is going to make three attacks against this guy. At advantage, all. Uh, is it web? Is it restrained? Oh, no, no but it's, it's reckless. reckless. Right, yep. right. Okay. Uh, that's a 19 on die. That's. Mm, does, we, we established 13 doesn't hit, right? 13 does not, no. Yeah, that's a 5 and a 4. Uh, and then this 21 will hit. So. Embers does 18 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Looking quite hurt, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Vert? Um, so I'm going to Vortex Warp myself. Cool. Uh, 90 feet this way towards the entrance. Right where they're running to. Yeah. And my main objective is I want to see where they're going when they leave. So I don't okay. really care if some of them survive, uh, but I'm going to like basically run with them out the door and okay. just take a keen interest in where they are heading. Uh, all right. Then it is their turn. This one will try and run past Embers. Yeah, I'll take it away. Why not? Yeah, uh, does it leave my threat range too? It does also leave Elwyn's. Yeah. Do I get advantage? Was he recklessing? Uh-huh. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, let me actually oh, see. Do you if his turn started again? Yeah, you wouldn't have advantage. No. I don't think you would. Oh. Well, I'll read. Makes I'll during that turn. Yep. Do a straight roll then. Uh, that's <laughs> uh, six damage for me. Yeah, I rolled an 11 to hit, so... Oh, miss. Uh, it survives and runs another 5... Oops. 5, 10, 15, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, this one will try and leave the spikes. 5, 10. Yeah, another 10 feet in the spikes. Okay. Oh my god. Um... Nine piercing damage. Hey, it survives. Uh, but it doesn't have the movement to leave. It just can get around there. Um, Vert, two go running past you. Okay. I'll punch uh, one of them. <laughs> 20, 25, 30. A charm, one goes running by you. Yeah. I mean, I still haven't had movement, so I figured, whatever, it's fine. Um, so, either way, uh, one of them will make it past you. So, the group of them are now basically trying to flee down the corridor, and between the group of you, you can probably take out most of them before they get anywhere. Um, but one or two of them 
goes running, charging basically straight down this corridor to where the entrance to the spire is, and they just, in a frenzied fervor, run straight off the edge and leap and just begin to fall. Oh, so that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good luck to them for that. And they just fall into darkness and winds, and you can see one of them gets battered by a rock as it falls, and uh, that is where we will end today's episode. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you to all of those of you who turned tuned in to watch. Thank you, of course, to the group of you for playing the game tonight. We'll be back with more of this Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Hope to see you then. Bye. 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 Bye.